Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, so we have a disease that has led the leading cause of death since 1950. Okay. We have a disease that cost this country about $229 billion plus, and that's billion with a B per year. Check. We have a disease that one in five people will die from this year. Okay. A lot of people. One person every 34 seconds will die from this disease. All right. So if those points alone aren't enough for you to be like, hey, Dr. Barry, I need you to give me some tips on heart health and more importantly, heart health awareness, because it is Heart Health Awareness Month. I don't know what to tell you. So Again, Dr. Barry Pierre here, board certified internist. And on here episode, we're going to talk about Heart Health Awareness Month. We're going to give you five different kind of points in vantage uh you know, positions to look at when thinking about heart health awareness and why we again scream from the rooftops every February when it comes to worrying about the heart. So I think first and foremost, let's start off where things where we just kind of know what our baseline is. Let's talk about some risk factors associated with heart disease, because I think if you understand the risk factors and you understand so you can change versus those you cannot change, then you do a much better job at trying to, again, extend uh, that quality of life and not become a part of that sobering statistic that I mentioned earlier. So let's talk about risk factors associated with heart disease. So the ones that we can deal with, ones that we are aware of, we know high blood pressure is a huge one. Because if your blood pressure is uncontrolled, we know that the longer your blood pressure is uncontrolled, the more stress it puts on the heart. So that's an easy one. Diabetes. I think a lot of people, when we talk about diabetes, especially here on this channel or various other channels, I'm big on stressing the fact that diabetes is not about blood sugar. Even though, yes, blood sugar is what you hear about. Blood sugar is the biggest disorder. But diabetes is such a significant vascular problem. And guess what? When it comes to vascular issues, the cardiovascular system gets affected. We know that hyperlipidemia or what we better know as high cholesterol, other another significant risk factor associated with heart disease. When we think about having a heart attack, when just that process of having a heart attack, what usually occurs is that you have plaque buildup that occurs and actually blocks blood flow in your arteries, especially arteries in the heart, to specific position of the heart, and then bam, we have a heart attack. The same thing occurs when I'm talking about a person with a stroke. You have plaque buildup that occurs, and all of a sudden, you have brain tissue not getting the blood flow it needs. So yes, high cholesterol. Again, that's something that we like to uh, shoo-shoo and act like it's not a big thing. High cholesterol is also another significant risk factor uh, associated with high disease. 
We know smoking is a big one. I say this all the time. I've been saying this for years. There's no viable reason why you should be smoking a cigarette. Nothing good comes out of smoking a cigarette. At least at this point in age, we're shooing people out of restaurants. We're shooing them out the buildings. Like we're trying to ostracize anyone who decides they're going to smoke a cigarette. Even though, yes, I know cigarette smoke is still here. I know it's addictive, but there is no positive benefit that comes from smoking cigarette. You know, whenever we think about a disease process, whenever we think about a cancer-related process, smoking is always a significant risk factor. So if that isn't enough for you to be like, all right, yeah, he may be right about it. Smoking, I don't know what it is, right? But smoking is never a good um, in that regards, right? So there's so many different risk factors. And I just wanted to focus on the ones that we can change and focus on. A big one, obviously, is obesity. That's another huge one associated with heart disease. And the reason being is that obesity is kind of tied into high cholesterol. Obesity is tied to high blood pressure. Obesity is tied to diabetes. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you're probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So yes, you can have one of those diseases, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, play a factor in your heart disease, or you could be obese and that could put additional stress along with bringing High blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease. Now, again, for before anyone comments, just because you're obese does not mean that you're automatically going to have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. Again, I, I, I sit from a throne where, yes, I'm obese, but fortunately, I don't have any of those other medical conditions. That doesn't mean I'm going to continue being obese. Obviously, if you caught uh, this year's, uh, this early, this first episode this year, we talked about how we're changing that. I definitely suggest you, um, you know, follow up. No, no, sorry. It was actually the last episode in December. Uh, please uh, follow that. But it's understand that obesity is a significant risk factor associated with heart disease because it is associated with high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. So definitely some significant issues that we need to deal with. And again, if you don't get anything else from the risk factor section, you shouldn't be smoking, right? There's really no point to be smoking, right? So let's talk about some tips, right? Because I think you know, the reason why you come to this video, right? Or this or you listen to this podcast is you want to hear some tips on how to avoid being a part of the statistic. Again, you don't want to be the one person out of the five who will die this year from heart disease. You don't want to be that, I hope. Right, so let's talk about how regular checkups can lead to the prevention. Because when I talked about those risk factors, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, obesity, guess what typically occurs? That's what typically we follow up with in the outpatient setting are high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, and your obesity, right? So if you are routinely getting checked and routinely getting these disease processes managed on an outpatient basis, however you get that managed, we know that it will play significant dividends in the end as far as trying to avoid the end result. Because when we think about heart disease and more importantly, heart health, 
Heart health is a continuous process. Heart disease is the end process. It is the byproduct of all of these significant issues and eventually say, hey, you know what? The heart's like, you know what? I'm tired. I can't do it no more. This blood pressure is way too high. I can't deal with the stress. This diabetes is not controlled. I cannot deal with the stress. This cholesterol is not under control. I cannot deal with the stress. So you end up having heart disease as a sequelae of the other risk factors associated. And if you happen to be a smoker, then you already know how it goes, right? So usually during these routine checkups and just kind of following, making sure, um, again, we are checking for making sure your blood pressure and your, all your other diabetes and your cholesterol is under check. We're checking to make sure your weight is under control. We're checking to make sure that you're following all of the tips of tobacco sensation, right? So we are going to be actively trying to combat all of the risk factors associated with heart disease. So that's why having regular checkups is extremely important. If you're young, and I want to speak to my young folks right now, if you're young, understand that, again, we don't necessarily want to see you in the office every month. That's not the case, because if you're young and you're healthy, and we determine you're healthy because we do all the blood tests and we do all the checkups, maybe once, just once a year around your birthday. That's all we're asking for. But when you go, and I, I wish I was being hyperbolic, there's people who can go a decade and not see a medical professional and be shocked at the end when their medical professional says, hey, not only do you have diabetes, it's uncontrolled. Not only do you have high cholesterol, uncontrolled, but you have high blood pressure. And now I have to send you to a specialist. We don't want to, again, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I remember, I remember, let's bring back to my primary care days. I remember when I would have patients who would not see a doctor for five to 10 years, because that's how it was. Unfortunately, a lot of them were men. They wouldn't see a doctor for five to 10 years. And then they come to see me and say, doc, I'm perfectly healthy. And I, whenever I hear perfectly healthy, I always ask, okay, when is the last time you saw a doctor? And when they look up in the sky, when they do one of those things, where they look up in the sky, my podcast listeners uh, can't, can't see me, but I'm like, I'm staring in the sky blankly. I already know that they have no clue. They can't even remember the date. And if you can't remember the last time you saw the doctor, it's been too long. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what, what can I do to get more involved with the Lunch and Learn community? What can I do to get more involved with Dr. Barry? I got something for you. This year, we have launched the Lunch and Learn Patreon community, where you get access to a private Discord, access to live Q&As, Depending on the tier you select, you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you want to hear and even suggest guests. So I want you to do right now after listening to this episode, of course, is join me at drberrypierre.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private discord today. If you don't take anything from today's episode, if you cannot remember the last time you've been to a doctor, it has been too long and you need to change that like today. Change that ASAP. So understanding that during these regular checkups, we're going to be screening, we're going to be treating, we're going to be managing, we're going to be um, educating on all of the significant risk factors that we're actively managing to make sure that you don't end up in a hospital after getting a heart attack to make sure you don't end up in the hospital after getting a stroke, to make sure 
you're not a part of the one to five people who will die this year from heart disease. To make sure you're not part of the one person every 34 seconds who will die from heart disease. We want to make sure that's the case. And we can't do that if you're not actively being followed up and checked on. So make sure, again, number two, make sure you get your routine checkups. Like that's that's what I ask if you don't take anything. Diet and heart health. Number three, diet and heart health. Obviously, I think this kind of is self-explanatory, but I definitely want to get into it. The link between diet and heart health is so important because we know the link between diet and blood pressure is important. The link between diet and diabetes is important. The link between diet and high cholesterol is important. The link between diet and obesity is important. If you guys get my drift, I'm going to keep referring to those significant risk factors because if we can tackle those risk factors, maybe heart disease won't keep being the number one disease since 1950. But it's because we have not been able to attack those four risk factors, the diabetes, the hypertension, the high cholesterol, the obesity, because we have and obviously my smoking cessation, because we haven't been able to attack that, it's because, and that is the reason why heart disease still reigns supreme as far as leading cause of death. So when we talk about how diet helps, just actively managing your diet will help, again, follow that kind of train. It's, hey, if you manage your diet, well, guess what? Your blood pressure is better controlled. And guess what? If your blood pressure is better controlled, you have less stress on the heart. You have less stress on the heart. Your heart's going to be healthier. Guess what? If you manage your diet, well, your blood sugar is controlled because you're managing your diabetes better. And if you're managing your diabetes better, guess what? The diabetes won't affect not only the heart, but it also won't affect the kidneys. It won't affect the rest of the, rest of the vascular related system, which then ends up causing you to have bad heart health, right? Again, this is this is almost too easy. If we manage the cholesterol well through our diet and a lots of again, there's a lots of things that you can eat and uh eat in moderation, right? You can eat your fruits, you can eat your vegetables, you can eat your proteins, you can eat your whole grains. You can eat you can even eat your carbs as long as you do it in moderation. But in this country here, moderation really isn't our thing. Like how many people, again, uh, if you listen to this or watching this, when you get to this part, like drop it in the comments. How many people understand that in the United States, moderation really isn't our thing? And because moderation really isn't our thing, we we have so much trouble trying to control the excess calories that uh, comes into play. We have so many issues. And now, maybe show you that. It's so funny. Now that I think about it, I say it aloud. One thing we don't have an issue with moderation is our physical activity, which we'll talk about next. <laughs> we don't got to, we, we have no issues in moderating our physical activity. A lot of times we've moderated that way too much for a lot of people. But when it comes to our diet and making sure what we take in versus what we expel out, we're not doing that. Um, Dr. Sylvia Boley, who's been an amazing guest on the show, she talks about it a lot, right? When she doesn't really talk about, you know, calories in, calories out, it's energy in energy out. That's the most important thing. A lot of us are taking in a lot of energy, but we're not putting out a lot of energy. And we just know that the math is simple. If you put out more energy than you put in, you will lose weight. You will control your diabetes. You will control your high blood pressure. You will control your high cholesterol. But like that has that has to take into account. So, And we have to take into account because we have to acknowledge it. 
That's why I felt like this this specific tip was extremely important, understanding that diet and heart health go hand in hand. But the reason why it goes hand in hand, because diet and diabetes, diet and cholesterol, diet and exercise, diet and everything goes hand in hand. And eventually, because we know heart health is the end product of what we're doing in the beginning, we know that we'll do better. Let's go to physical activity, right? I kind of I kind of teased that, right? Number four, physical activity and heart disease. Think about it, y'all. Think about it. And I kind of mentioned this with the obesity because we... Again, we, our moderation when it comes to physical activity is great. We do a great job at moderating the amount of physical activity that we're doing. That's something that even me, yours truly, Dr. Barry, has worked on changing for year 2023. Like, like I'm to the point now, I've, I've told myself, I actually, my wife calls it um, my hour back, right? I, I told one of the things I wrote down as my goal is, hey, you know what? I want to get an hour back. And how am I going to get an hour of mine's back? I say, you know what? Once I drop my kids off at school, instead of me just going, taking a shower and rushing to go off work, I'm going to take that hour to just go to the gym and work out. Like that's all I'm going to do. And I don't care what time, I don't care what patients may be waiting for me. I'm taking that hour to go work out and go to the gym. It's something that like, it's been a great success so far. So again, uh, if you're watching this next month, if you're watching this by the December, uh, you know, please keep me um, uh, keep me uh, up to date and making sure that I'm holding to my holding myself accountable. But it's been such a blessing because starting your day off with just that level of exercise, that level of activity, and then you're able to go about the day. I started realizing, like, what was I in a rush for? And for a lot of us, we are in a rush to do things because, especially in this country, we're always always busy. We're always busy doing something except when it's for ourselves. So understanding the importance of physical activity, again, if you're more physically active, you're going to be working on decreasing uh, your status of being obese, right? If you're more physically active, uh, you're likely eating better, right? Which is going to help with the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, and the diabetes, right? So all of these things kind of go in hand. It's such a positive effect, right? Again, like Dr. Sylvia Boley says, right? Energy out, right? We have to put significant amounts of energy out and work on reducing the energy that's coming in if we want the end result, whether that be weight loss, whether that be weight gain and growing some muscle, whether that be just making sure that you have a heart healthy, a healthy heart so you can play with your kids when you're 15, 60 years old. Like if that's, if that's the goal, that's what you're looking for, you know what you have to do, right? And, and it starts here with your physical activity, right? That's what we, we love to see. So again, we, I talk about it, routine exercises, uh, taking the stairs when you can, walking when you can. It doesn't take much. You'd be surprised. It doesn't take much uh, to be a leader in your physical activity, <laughs> unfortunately, especially in this country. It does not take much to do so. And last but not least, last but not least, again, right? I hope you, you guys wrote this down. It will be in the show notes um, especially my podcast listeners, check out the description. Stress. Like how many people thought stress management was going to be one of my points? Like if you if you did, leave a comment, say, hey, I, I, I see you. Stress management is so important because we know that stress on the heart has a, such a significant risk factor, but guess what? Some of the risk factors associated with stress on the heart is just stress emotionally, 
We know stress emotionally causes a rise in hormone levels that will negatively affect the heart when it's going. Like, obviously, let's say you're running from a bear. If you got to run from a bear, you want those stress hormones to kick in so you can get out of there. But after, you know, fortunately, hopefully, you've gotten away from that bear, you don't want those same stress hormones to keep on running, right? So imagine people who are constantly stressed, constantly living in a state of stress. They're constantly living in a state where those hormones are producing, running, adding stress, adding stress. And your heart can only deal with stress for so long, for so long. So that's why having good stress management, whether you know, you're know you doing uh, yoga, whether you're doing menta- uh, meditation, right? Whether you're doing acupuncture, massaging, right? Just treat yourself, something. Something to kind of get yourself away, right? From what life may be throwing at you will play such a significant risk factor. Because guess what? If you're stressed, guess what? You're probably not eating the best. If you're stressed, you're probably not working out a lot. If you're stressed, you're probably not following up with your uh, your doctor, making sure your routine checkers are on point. If you're stressed, your blood pressure is likely uncontrolled. If you're stressed, your diabetes because you're eating all kinds of snacks and everything else. If you are stressed, problems will arise. And this is this is why I, I made it a point to leave it to the end. I made it a point to leave it to the end because I don't want people to kind of brush off the other things. Now, mind you, the, the last four stuff, they were important. 100% they were important. But understanding that stress plays such, and those who know me know that I've been such an even kill person. Like it's just not in my nature to stress out because I just figured like, hey, like I don't want to have to you know deal with any of that burden. And I understood what stress would do for me, and I don't want any of that symptoms. I don't want to feel it. So I was like, nah, stress, you stay over there. Like I don't, I don't want nothing to deal with you. Right. Like that's just just is what it is. Right. Especially when we talk about, you know, trying to manage and have a great heart, healthy heart so we can live to 50 and 60 and play with our kids, our grandkids or whoever we want to play with. Right. Like that's always been uh, the goal at hand. So this is why every February we come around here saying, hey, it's heart health awareness month. Let's get to it. And that's why every Friday I'm going to drop an episode just like this because I'm going to keep stressing the importance until until heart disease isn't the number one leading cause of death in that country. I'm going to keep stressing it. It just is what it is. Right. And just a quick caveat. I kind of mentioned it earlier. You know, I, I, I always hate to make these episodes like COVID related, but like these anti-vaxxers who are trying to insinuate that heart disease and heart disease-related deaths are up because of the COVID vaccine. When heart disease has been the number one cause of disease since 1950, like guys, just stop it, right? It's it's at this point, it's just ridiculous the round the amount of misinformation that continues to go from that side. It's just ridiculous at this point, right? I don't know what to tell them, man. But anyways, man, like always, if you have not had a chance, make sure you hop into the Patreon family at drbearpierre slash Patreon. Let's have a discussion about uh, today's show or talk about whatever we want to talk about. It's, it's in the Patreon family. We, we talk about whatever we want to talk about in there. So you guys be blessed. Make sure to subscribe to the episode, right? Make sure to check out, uh, if you haven't had a chance, check out my episode on how social media 
has affected the practice of medicine, it's a good one. I think you should definitely, uh, you know, catch up to that because, again, I, I recorded it, so you should record it. You should listen to it or watch it. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, depending on where you're at. Uh, follow me on my social media platform, especially if you're a TikToker. Um, we go live every Thursday over there. I'll be over there this Thursday as well. So you guys be blessed. Have a great day. And I'm going to see you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. And more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.